planning process. And so what's one of your biggest goals that you're reaching for this year? Yes, this is this is actually been, I've been sitting on it this week because it's so different. When I was in school, the goals were way easier to come up with. Like I wanna get my CPA license and I wanna finish this class or whatever it is. Right. And now as I've gotten into the industry, it's been a lot harder. It takes me a lot more time to come up with my goals. So I have obviously set like my, you know, my goals for bringing on new clients, um, but really this year I'm putting a big focus on just building deeper, more meaningful relationships with clients and family and just across the board. So yeah, I have a couple, I could go on about it all day, but I have a couple things that I'm doing to just really work on relationships and take the numbers out of it for a minute. I well, am so. already just leaning into this conversation. <laughs> well, thank you for that. So the second part of um, the Different Minds Think Grind podcast is what's happening in your personal life because you can't have business without the personal. Yes. Oh, it's been a crazy week. It has been like an insane week. So for me coming up with like a personal win, like, oh, ask me in a different week when I, because <laughs> I've had like some good like work wins this week, but I honestly like full disclosure, this week was one of the weeks when I like got home and my husband's like, so when are we going to like see each other? <laughs> like we don't see each other anymore and I come home and I'm checked out and so I've had the like I guess that's just the reality right like sometimes Mm -hmm. there's weeks that I can be fully present at home this has not been one of those weeks so I've had to read like I had to recommit and say okay like next week I'm going to be present shutting my phone off a couple hours before bed and I need to be home I told you guys as I walked in like this my weekend plans I'm disconnecting because I need to just take a minute and be with I love that because it's so hard to be able to do that. Like I tell you on so many levels. Yeah, like, I we never, were... I never see my husband, and he's probably like, "Where's my wife?" Yeah, <laughs> no, that has been the same for me this week. It's been I crazy. Love that you brought that up because I'm like, I was telling Mackenzie before you got here that I have slept like a solid four hours at night, and then it's just go, 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 and I'm like, "Yeah, did I?" really even speak to Paris this week I don't really know like I feel like it was just passing conversations I'm like oh yeah and he's so great he's so supportive he's busy in his own thing like we are busy but it's yeah sometimes you have those moments of like hey hold on we what are we doing (laughs) see you next week I guess I was gonna say it takes a really good man to understand like a woman who's in business that like is very strong-minded and wants to succeed in her career like to all of our husbands, I'm just gonna say thank you right now because <laughs> do we yes. need to bring them on? You guys are the best. <laughs> you guys are what keeps us going. So, but as we go into the bestie conversation, um, we've kind of called this like the chaos one because we have so many different questions and where we want to go that we just want to yes dive into you yeah. and what you are and who you are and your career and everything. And so this one's just kind of going to be a lot of We don't of have a topic to necessarily. We just really want to get to know you, Perfect. what got you into this space, and all of the certifications, what those mean. Like, I, honestly, I feel a little bit uneducated in this space, so I'm hoping to learn a lot more about it. I would say my first question for you, because I'm so excited about this, and I, I it was even telling Lexi, I was like, I have no idea what this is, and I'm going to ask her because I would love nothing more than to learn more about this specific question. But something that caught my eye is what is the board of women in business of Cash Valley? Like I've yes. never heard of I've never heard about it. And I'm on 
so many different boards that I was like, what? Like, there's even yeah. such thing. Like, so if you can there's tell us a little awesome bit about group. that. So, so cash the Cash Valley Chamber of Commerce has a women in business group within the chamber. So everyone who's anyone is welcome to join the women in business. We have luncheons every month. And it is an awesome group, a very diverse group of business owners, professionals, some women that aren't even working but come just to be with other women and network. And we bring in really awesome, powerful speakers that have some interesting topics and things to share. And so we meet every single month. It's the second Wednesday, I believe. If you go to cashchamber.com and go to their events, you'll find the Women in Business event. But I've been involved with them for a few years now, and it kind of, COVID put a damper on things for a while, so we finally built it back up to where we have stacked out some awesome speakers for the year. Most of the events are held at the Adams Wealth Advisors building, and it's really fun, and I'm so glad that I'm a part of it. That is so awesome. I, like, once again, I had no idea that that even existed like when I was reading your bio I was like oh my goodness like that sounds so fun why to be am a I not there yes yes come so please do I think we're signing up next week we're gonna partner with is it WCR Women's yes Council okay Ventures? yes I'm March. on that as so well so we'll for sure see you perfect in March. yeah so yes. and if you're not in Cache Valley there every single chamber of commerce usually has a women's in business sector yes. um I was a part of one in St. George so I know that there's they're out there mm-hmm. so find them yes get a part of them what would you say would be your yeah i would say find them and not only participate but like get involved and push it forward because most of them are volunteer driven like the chamber helps but it's volunteers that really push it to the finish line so get involved because i think you can make a huge impact in your community by jumping on women in business for sure for sure and it's so empowering too even being a part of wcr it's just open it opens your mind to so many different opportunities well Tell us a little bit about what being a wealth advisor is, what you do more specifically, and then I really, 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 really want you to talk about what made you want to get those three certifications and honestly how you're the only woman in Utah to hold those three certifications. That is, I, I just keep telling that to Mackenzie. I'm like, that is just so incredible. And I don't think you're recognized enough for that because oh, thank you. you're, you've done these amazing things. So I really want you to um, open up about that. Yeah, I, so my job, I'm a wealth manager, a wealth advisor, and so my job really centers on client relationship management and getting to know my clients, getting to know their needs, and then connecting them with the resources that they need. So that can be investment resources, it can be estate planning, overall retirement and cash flow planning, um, all sorts of different options. Taxes are a huge one that we can help them with just optimizing their life. So that is what I do. Remind me what the follow-up question was, I guess. Um, with that. The cert- what made you want to yes. get the, cer- the three certifications? Okay. Yeah, so I knew, well, I knew at a really young age that I wanted to go into financial planning. Like in high school, I started thinking, hey, I think this could be something. My family is like the Dave Ramsey family. We were always <laughs> like on a budget. My parents were very open about finances. So I knew it was, it was something that I wanted to go into. So I also realized, though, that being really young, that I just pretty much assumed it would probably take me a couple of decades to even branch into that space. So I very aggressively started pursuing the credentials and and the degrees and anything that I could do to make myself a better advisor. And I definitely think that's what opened up the doors to be able to push through to be an advisor. 
sooner than a couple of decades. Like within, I've been with my company with Adams Wealth Advisors for almost five years now, and it's been just like every year after year, more opportunities. So that has been really what motivated me that I knew, I knew that I wanted to be in the, in, in the industry. I knew that I wanted to be the best, but I knew what I didn't have was the experience. And so for me, it was what credentials can I find that can make up for some of that lack of experience and just boost my knowledge base, which is where oh my gosh. I landed. And so. in the intro, I believe I said that you were 23. Are you 24 now? 24 now, yes. Okay, so you are 24 now and you've been with the company that you're with for five years. I was 19 Holy when I started. I was a baby. So oh my gosh. It's but wild. the fact that you're 24 and you're a wealth advisor, like, are you guys comprehending <laughs> this? Like, I am I the only one that's, like, starstruck here? No. <laughs> it's, it's seriously it's, it's funny, though. It's really, like, for me, it's the relationships. And so I'm really lucky. I have, just as a firm, they've been really supportive about pushing me. And I would not have pushed myself as fast as I did if I didn't have an awesome team behind me. And the, the president of our company has been nothing but supportive of me from day one. And pushing me before I, I even felt like I was ready. Like, I was sitting there going, I left so many review meetings, and they were mapping out, like, hey, here's our plans for you. And I was sitting there, like, leaving the, the meetings, like, I'm going to throw up. Like, do they have the wrong person <laughs> here right now? Like, are you sure that I can do that? I don't know if I'm ready. So I'm so grateful that I had people that pushed me, and I had to just, like, run keep as fast as I could up. to keep up with it. And it's been a cool experience. I love that. What would you say is, like, a common misconception that people have about um, wealth advisory? I think they're, the most common misconception would be that it's solely investment management, mm-hmm. which investments are a huge part, and there's a lot of advisors that that is their main and only specialty. Like, we're going to invest your cash and make you quick money, right? Like, that's the, the sexy thing to do. Um, but for me, what wealth management is, is it's about the relationship, and I work with my clients while they're on their highest highs and while their business is booming and you know life's good family's good and also on their lowest lows when they've lost a spouse or you know they're they aren't sure if their business is going to make it so for me it's more than just one aspect it's not just investments it's not just insurance it's not just taxes it's pulling everything together into the wealth management I'm like so invested into this conversation right now. <laughs> like staring. Like I'm hello. like I have so many questions. I don't even know how to formulate my thoughts right I now. Know. <laughs> um, what kind of does it look like for future moving forward? Like, what are some things that you're working towards? To yeah, I feel like you've you've gotten yeah. so far at this age. What's next? Yeah, I, that's been the mind game of. It's always been this, like I said earlier, like it's just check, check, I got the, get the degree, like take the test. And like I've realized now in the moment those were hard, but those were the easy things when it comes to just checking it off the list. And now it's some of the life things. So I've been, like I said earlier, just focusing more time on my family and my relationships. And I know that eventually one day I would like to be a mom. That's probably way down the road. But I'm starting to see now that there's parts of me that I know I need to keep and cultivate and be ready for that. So it's hard to say exactly, like, what is the next couple of years going to look like? I've kind of leaned into the unknown for now of, like, I know that I'm 
with a great company. I know that I really like what I do and that I have, you know, so much room to grow in it. So it's just buckling down and trusting the process for a while, which is not the easiest thing for someone like me that wants to know every right, next right. step. No, I but think like that's leaning into it. So important that you bring that up because it's not always the I made the top thirty women to no. watch. It's not always I'm I made this review. I have the three certifications. Like there's still that kind of come down of like what do I do next? There's like all of these questions in your mind, and, and I feel pressure. Like, yes. And people don't see that part. They're like, oh, well, she's just successful. And it's like, uh, do you understand the mental, um, like you said, mind game that goes on with that? It's, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's so true. It's definitely pressure. Uh, and mostly on myself. Like, I have friends and family, like, they don't care. They don't, you know, they will love me no matter what. Like, I have a really good circle around me. But I care, and you probably, like, you guys probably get this, that I am my worst critic. I am my own, like, I'm the person that is pushing me the hardest. So, yeah, it's, you ride the highs and you ride the lows, and you have to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and get through it. Yeah. What would you say that your why is? Why do you wake up and do what you do every single day? This is an interesting question. So I joined, I guess, to, like, kind of, this week has been, I've had some progression as this as I mapped out my goals but I joined a leadership group so the I believe it's called WLI women's the women's leadership institute they're based out of Salt Lake they have a cohort that meets um, once a month for eight months it's like a career development program and we had to put together like our top five things that drive us in our career like what are the whys why what gets us to come is it is it money is it prestige is it stability like what are the things and one of the things that I put on my list was dreams. Like for me, dreams is a huge one. And I'm probably like 10 to 30 years younger than everyone else in the room. And they all, we all had to get up and go through our things that drive us and not one other person had dreams on their list. And that kind of hit me as just realizing that, okay, that's what sets me apart. I never want to stop dreaming and whether that's dreaming of building the next home or dreaming of having kids or dreaming of becoming partner like whatever route that is right. for me that's what I've done since I was 16 and it's why I have why I am you know where I am now but I don't want to stop dreaming I love that that's so, amazing I've never thought about it like that I like, haven't either I think that's such a good take on it it was, I'm going to be sitting on that one for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was a good, it's a good week for you to ask me that question because that, yeah, I left that meeting like, why didn't anyone else put that down? For right. me, that's everything. Right. So. Well, right. question for you. So what made you want to get involved in the, what did you say, W-L-I? Yeah. Um, how did you get involved and like, why did you get involved with that? Yes. So. I got connected with them through the Chamber of Commerce. So okay. it's the Women's Leadership Institute. They're based out of Salt Lake. They have some really awesome, it's not just the career development series. They have like a political development series, all sorts of different things that they do. I definitely recommend if you're a woman in business, and especially if you're near Salt Lake because they do them in person too, um, hop on their website and see see what they have. They have some really good resources. But I... Yeah, I heard about it through the chamber, and I knew, again, going back to, like, this year, I want to focus on my relationships and more on the soft skills, and so that was one of the things that I 
decided to do. I think a lot of women want to get involved. They just don't know how. And that's why I asked you that question because I think about, you know, that aspect. And I'm like, wait, I want to get more involved. But I would have never known that that was something that I could get involved with. Yeah. Baby steps. I think... Yeah, people, I, I even get so caught up on the end goal, and I've had to remind myself, like, you don't need to be the president of women in business, right? Like, just go to the first luncheon, or, like, send that email to ask him about some info. So, yeah, baby steps. Okay, I love that. Um, I would say that the next question that I had that I was kind of talking with Lexi about is, how did you get on the 30 Women to Watch? Oh, good question. I actually didn't know I was even nominated, and I had, like, had a crazy morning of meetings, didn't check my emails, and my my boss came in, and he was like, hey, congratulations, and this was, like, almost a year ago, and I was looking at him like, what are you talking about? And anyway, pulled up my email and found out that I had been nominated and got on the list, so we had an awesome marketing team at Adams Wealth, and so they, one of the great girls there, nominated me. I had no idea. So that was was an awesome shock, incredible experience, so humbling. But And they received thousands of nominations in the state of Utah. So again, I keep giving you kudos, but I just think that's but being in that room was crazy because yeah, the women it was an awesome group of women and definitely opened my eyes to how much work we have up here in Logan to do because I you go down there in Salt Lake and there are some power women, and it was so cool to just even be in the same room as them and definitely motivated me when it comes to women in business and getting involved in some, some other women's leadership groups that we've got to bring that north a little bit. I'm 100% with you. Yeah, It definitely work. needs to come here. Totally <laughs> Tag team, we'll get it here. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you said that you always knew that you wanted to be in, in this space. How the heck did you know that? Um, I'm going to kind of put my little perspective on it. I knew you in high school, and I remember you just being so freaking smart. You always had a 4.0. You were always just on top of your shit. And so, like, looking in, how did you know that you wanted to go into that field immediately? Mm-hmm. It was a couple of things. I think the biggest thing, so my family, my mom and her brothers own and run an auto body, and my grandpa started it, and he passed away way too young, left my grandma um, in her 50s, well, I think 49, widowed and um, had to just figure it out herself. The kids also had to figure it out with the business. And so I, looking back, it's interesting, like in the moment when you're a kid, you don't realize when your family's struggling or when they're going through things. And now I look back and I've been asking my mom these questions of like, how did you guys do that? Like, mm-hmm. that was crazy. All that you went through in this like five-year span and that definitely just as a kid watching them jump into this business and push it forward also seeing how my grandpa had left my grandma he had done a few things to just get her set up and so she was okay and that was a huge motivator for me in watching that and realizing that okay there's some things that people can do that are very simple to make sure that they're they're set up and that their kids are set up, their business partners are set up for an easy transition if something were to happen to them. So that's the main driver for me that got me interested in the space. That's why I even, you know, that's why I had this interest in digging into the estate planning and the tax planning because I think my family experienced a lot of that and I was along for the ride. And 
so that's what I so the, did. I can tell, like, as you're speaking about it, you're really passionate about helping people. For people that are wanting to get in a career development space or be an entrepreneur, how important would you say that, like, passion is behind that? It's huge, I think. I, I would not want to, I wouldn't be able to show up to work every day for something that I didn't feel like I was progressing myself or other people in. And both of those things are important for me. Like, it's not just about me. It's also, you know, I want to make sure that others around me are benefiting from being around me and vice versa, right? Like, creating that those relationships. So I think it's everything. I, I do think that there's some level, you know, in school, like, I did not feel passionate about every single class. Mm. And I very quickly also learned, like, I don't know if I would be passionate about filing tax returns. And that was kind of the route I was going before I jumped over to the wealth management side and was quick to correct that but yeah you live and you learn and you'll make mistakes along the way but I think you at least have to know that it's for the greater good right like it's for it's part of the plot right so I come from a corporate space and I we just released episode two where I talk about how important it is to align with the company's vision and goals and you talked about them being such a support system for you how important do you think that it is to be with the right company or what do you look for in a company that has really helped you excel in that space? Yes. Yeah, I I think it's really important. I think it's key to sit down and really like go through what your drivers are. When I did that exercise earlier this week of going through what drives me and then they actually had us rank those um, um, on how fulfilled we are in each of those areas. And I it was really eye-opening to see, okay, this is good. Like, I'm, I've raised the bar. Like, I'm meeting my criteria and these needs for the most part. And obviously, there's always, you know, things that are a work in progress. And being with a growing company will have growing pains. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be change in leadership and things. You're going to have moments where you don't see the end in sight. Like, hey, where am I heading? But I think it's really important to know what your values are, know what you're looking for, and then don't be afraid to ask the questions. And I've been really glad that I have asked more questions and shown, let them know that I'm thinking about these things. Like, go and talk to your management team, talk to your leadership, like, let them know that it's on your mind because I think they'll be much more receptive than you think they are. Like, and they might even be thinking about things that you could be stewing on this huge problem and you go talk to them and they're already one step ahead. Like, yeah, we know we're working on it and you could have quit last week and, you know, sabotaged that opportunity. So, so I know that like we've kind of gone over what you do, but can you break down your certifications for the people that don't know? I know you've got three, so can you break down what each one means? Yes. And kind of how each one portrays to your career? Yes, so I am a CPA, so that is a certified public accountant. So if you have a tax person, they likely could have this uh, credential. That is what gave me the background on the tax side, or at least the tax, in the interest that I had in taxes is what drove me to pursue the CPA license. Um, so I really am, I'm glad that I have that. That's definitely something that has set me apart in the industry. Not not every advisor has the CPA credential, and so I'm glad that I did that and that it gave me the tax background. I'm also a certified financial planner, and so that's a CFP designation. And so this. This has it. There's an experience requirement, an exam that comes with it. It's a much more broader exam that is across the board on all different financial planning related topics. 
So that's definitely the gold standard in the industry if in the financial advising space. Um, I think there's that's definitely like if you're looking for a financial advisor, definitely ask them if that's something that they're interested in or if they already have um, because it definitely is very common. So I also have the, it's called the NSSA. It's a National Social Security Advisor credential. And so this is focused on social security. So I do several presentations a year on social security, meet with companies, um, bring in my clients and just discuss social security and tag team that with Medicare. So for people that are in their 60s, that tends to be a Mm -hmm. huge conversation where it's it's a national program. You would think there it would be a lot easier to find information about it, and it it's not. It's really hard. So as I dug into it for my clients, I realized there's a need for people to have that information. So that's what drove me to do the NSSA. So I love that. I love getting a background on it because I yeah. mean, I, I for sure knew the two, but I didn't know the NSSA. The one. only one I knew was yeah. CPA. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what do these other two mean? And <laughs> anyway. For sure. Um, so for people that are listening, they're like, oh, Jaden is a wealth advisor. Um, what would be the first step for them in considering going to a wealth advisor or whatnot? Like, what does that look like Definitely. for them? Yeah, I think it's absolutely worth, most, most people need to seek out advice. Like, I don't think anyone, I can't do it by myself. Like, even in what I do, I have an awesome team that is if I don't know the answer to something, I can, you know, walk down the hallway and find someone that does. So I think it's very important to surround yourself with people that have that knowledge. Okay, so where should people start in managing their finances? They're looking at this, they're like, oh, wait, this is really intriguing. I don't do anything currently, so where should I start? Definitely. Yeah, I would say it's, first of all, don't feel like you have to know everything on your own. Like, none of us do. We, that's why you surround yourself with people that are, like, I am a huge proponent, surround myself with people that are smarter than me, so I can pull them when I have questions. Um, so I would definitely recommend asking questions and not being afraid to push out of your comfort zone. Do a Google search. Talk to friends and family. Like, who are they working with? Um, find someone that fits for you. Um, even if, I think that you'll probably go through, and you might even have different advisors that would fit you in different stages of your life. But finding people, and whether that's a formal financial advisor or whether that's just a mix of really good insurance agents, tax accountants, and then possibly attorneys and, you know, making sure that your estate planning is all set up. So I would say look at those three people and in your life and make sure that you have people that you trust and know and trust. And then as your needs increase and you start feeling like you need more strategy on the big picture and the long term, then I would say definitely seek out help with an advisor. And it's a phone call away. The goal, like my goal is to do the heavy lifting for my clients. So let's get on a call and let me find out where your needs are. You are going to make the most money doing what you are doing and not taking time away to try to learn a whole new set of things, right? So keep doing what you're doing and then I would just say get a really good team around you, an advisor, an accountant, an attorney to support in the areas that you need support in or that you are have questions on I love that um to wrap up the podcast um my last question for you is so women who are young and super successful it's kind of hard for people to sometimes take them seriously so what would you say what's your take on that like 
does the years of success define how successful you can be at a young age? It's so hard. I think for me, I going back to I am my own worst critic in this. I would say age definitely does not define your define you. It doesn't define your capacity for success. And don't don't get in your own way because I I've found through my experience that people are not as concerned about it as I made them out to be in my head. And so just don't get in your own way. Like there's going to be people that aren't a good fit to work with you. And if that's something that they value, then I know like, hey, that's probably not a good fit to be a client of mine. Um, But I definitely don't think that it's something that should ever stop anyone. It almost stopped me. Like I had several conversations with my manager saying, I am 20. Like what am I, 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 I need 10 years before I should jump into this space and was really lucky that they just pushed me forward and I realized that I don't have to know everything. Everyone goes through their own process of learning and growing and you're not going to get anywhere unless you just put one foot forward and give it a try. I love that. Even with the making of this podcast, right? It's like self-doubt, right? Am I, should I even be here right now, right? That's like, that's the question that we ask ourselves. Like what makes me be able to come here and talk about this. And I think that's really what it's all about, right? There's other women in the space that want to do great things and then they want to build this connection. It's just really hard to find those individuals and connect with them. So I I love that you talked about that. I think that's such a key point to being young and being successful and having these really career-driven goals. It's so so important. Yeah, I think you got to make that, like make your weaknesses your strengths. So for me, age totally could be a weakness but I'm going to make that my strength like how that makes me different that sets me apart um I have an energy that some people might not have right because of my age so yeah own it just own where you're at we appreciate you so much for coming on to this podcast it has been so fun sitting here and learning more about you I mean obviously we both knew you in high school but seeing how far you have come since then is just been so fun and I've well, enjoyed learning so much today so I thank still you just live down the road so <laughs> I'm still here I'm so excited thank to you. see what you keep doing absolutely and thank hopefully you we can have you on again please this was so fun thank you guys thank you so much business besties thank you so much and can't wait for you to we'll join us you. again we'll see you next week